Do I have audio now? Check. I have audio. I think I'm okay. Can we hear Ricky? He's here. Ricky's here. I'm here. I think we're good. I'm sorry, everyone. Holy crap. Dude, I don't know how you're cracking your wrist that way. Because <sighs> I've fallen on them so many times that they just... Yo, so when you were talking about muscle, there's only one muscle in BMX, and it's that one. That's your bunny hop muscle. <laughs> this one? Yeah, yeah. So if you take it and then you flex it, that's where you see where your bunny hop muscle is, where you're sitting. Yeah, that's hilarious. So uh, Brad Sims and my buddy Dirty Dwayne, they're both just unusual big humans. So when they flex their, their bunny hop muscle... It's this ball, and then they'll have a little ball on top of that. So if you want to see somebody that has, if you're ever paying attention to a BMXer and you see someone with a bigger ball than that, like a double ball, those are the guys that can bunny hop higher than other guys. <laughs> Interesting. And you only get that muscle. See, look. So when you're bunny hopping and you're yeah. moving, that's the muscle you're using all the time. So What's everybody, up, isn't that crazy? It's funny. It's definitely funny. So Dylan Lloyd probably has three of these. Yeah, like he's a little ding, tiny. Ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. Like he has a tit on top of his second. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, so what's going on in the wide, wonderful world of Montana Ricky? I told myself because I've been riding bikes for two weeks straight that I was going to take a day off today. And then I got off of work and I had an idea and I was like, I just have to perform this idea. So in five minutes, I just obviously I posted on Instagram already. But the way and and Instagram's, how do you say it? Algorithm? Algorithm? Algorithm. It's so messed up lately. It's crazy. I have no clue what's going on, but. Obviously, my life revolves around social media, so I'm going to talk this way. Obviously, with YouTube, because I'm posting on YouTube so much, and the fact that I'm Instagram on there all the time. Oh, I got my first hate on Instagram in a long time. Yeah. So I got, yeah, I got a new follower. He has to be new, because you have to know me. If you've been following me for a long time, you know my posting and how I am. And I always post a wreck in the morning. Always. Mm -hmm. I had some dude yell at me and say I'm the biggest fucking piece of shit in the world because I, I keep posting wrecks. I'm like, I've been posting wrecks for five years. I haven't <laughs> changed. I post wrecks every morning. So get used to it. And this kid was not having it. And I was like, you know what? Instead of just going into an argument with this dude, I'm just going to block him. That's yeah. just the best way to do it. You know what the um, real best way to do it is? Don't post wrecks. Just ignore <laughs> him in the first place. I, I can't because he was going and he was doing the uh, normally I'll just ignore it and let them say the things they want to say because it doesn't bother me but when they start harassing other people in the comments that's when you just delete it no I don't have enough time to pay attention to it because sometimes I'm at work when they're doing it so if yeah. it's a morning post it's 8 hours and I leave it there for work I don't have enough time to look at that and I'll come back and it'll be like DMs where they're like, you started a hate crime against, it's usually scooters. <laughs> but now I've been posting mountain bike wrecks. So mountain bikers are even more uh, testy. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I got four minutes so far on my video part. That's a lot. But I don't know, we have to cut it down 
and then figure out what I want to keep and what I don't want. And I yeah. don't have, I possibly have a banger, but it's just a beginning banger because I told you my formula is banger and then goofball shit, then make you go what and then banger. Yeah. I, I don't have, I only have two what's and maybe a beginning banger. I don't have the banger banger at the end. Yeah. <clears throat> but I'm, I don't want to go do the two things I have to do to get the banger, and I hate that. Yeah, well, hey, got to pay to play, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's the way oh, she goes. God. How many people we got on? 19. 19. Oh. Holy shit. Well, hello, 19. Is there anyone new on there? Or What's are up? They all ben Ellis looks like a new name. Mason Patrick is new to the channel. He's been uh, commenting on a lot of things lately. No, uh, Mason's Mason's in the DMs. Me and Mason are on a first name basis. What's up, Mace? He's been all over mine too, so it's good. Uh, His buddy Dave, Tyler's buddy Dave, said he's seen me at Ray's. Did Dave hi. say hello? He didn't even come and say hi, did he? Dear, <laughs> I'm new. I'm half listening, half riding out front of my house. That's sick. Hell yeah. Uh, speaking of riding, whoever said that, send me two clips. DM me those two clips in my Instagram, and I'll put you in my video. Geo, so far. Geo Mave. I'm your guy's biggest fan. Geo, I'm your biggest fan, bud. Uh, tell them to send me two clips of my thing. I've gotten... Let's see if I get I've gotten like a hundred clips so far, I think, around there. Like two clips from people. Oh, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Kevin Jackson. For the hashtag donation? RV. Huh? He said the hashtag RV one. Oh, okay, good. Five bucks or two dollars? <sighs> you know who you know who I was hoping was coming back, but I they haven't maybe they'll creep in here. They only did for one day. So, Temwed or Mr. Catfish. Mr. Catfish is my new favorite one. I, well, he's not new. He's been on me for like two years. He uses my face as his handle. He's a scooter kid, but he's all over everything. I Monica see him on already forgot about you. What does that mean, Gio? I'm not sure what that means, but I uh, really, really enjoy your riding, Gio. <laughs> Ricky, have you met Gio yet? Did but you... I have to I have to stand over here because I know your your chat hates when I eat, but I'm hungry. <laughs> have you met Gio? I happen, I happen to think I look like uh Brad Pitt when I eat. Oh, okay. Anyone here get that twentieth anniversary Sunday glow in the dark frame and other parks? I did. You did. What, where'd you get it from, Buzz? Ricky, it's funny how you always call people Buzz, but he I, he actually is Buzz. <laughs> hey, Buzz, Buzz! That's awesome you said Buzz. I thought you were copying me. No, literally. That's his real name. Uh, thank you for answering that, Geo, because Ricky wanted to ignore me about it the whole time. What? I asked if you and Geo met each other yet. Oh, I'm sorry, Jill. I don't think we have. Yes, you have. He has a medieval frame. 
Oh, 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 Tyler well, Richardson. If, if, hey, hold on. Hold on. Oh, my if, God. What? what? If Gio was the best, he would have won the Dawn Street Jam. But Gio didn't, come, Gio didn't come out performing during the Dawn thing. I'm a little upset. I know how good he is. Gio was out of his element. He was in a different state, and he wasn't no, at he the was... worst indoor skate park in Ohio. Okay. <laughs> he was out of his state, all right? He was riding street. <laughs> and he said broken ankle Ricky dot 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 I know he had a broken ankle either way he's fucking killer and you know what's so funny is when you said Gio in my mind I was like it can't be that guy <laughs> I, I, I didn't think that he'd watch this and anyway right Dude, here Gio's the man so is Tyler Richardson because he did a $5 super chat and then you know what we just got started here what Chris Gold just did a super chat for five dollars and said Australia fund Aussie Aussie Aussie. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are getting my. I'm not getting hopes up whatsoever. You guys are getting your own hopes up for the RV and for the Australia and <laughs> Geo. Was that you that double barred the big set and mangled your ankle? No, that was Antonio. Yeah, no. I think Gio already uh, was he hurt. He came there with a broken ankle. Yeah. Um, he he said, barred He barred the gap at Bloomfield that everyone's talked about. I mean, it's been tell with Dude, bar it. It was that sick. is huge. I remember the, the Spanish guy, I think, or Brazilian, whatever he was, guy. Was, Did he do a turn down? No, he was back? trying to jump it and was kept coming up like four foot short. Well, I, I, I showed Gio, I was like, yo, look, let me cheat for you. Cause like long darting it is easy. And then I like long darted it and pretty much almost did it. And then Gio's like, oh, I fucking got it. His only problem was jumping the jump box backwards Yeah. because like the speed you get from it, you have to, you know, like kiss it perfect. Yeah. And he kept like not getting a good kiss on it. Plus he has well, a broken ankle. You know, it's it also so because he's not used to riding a box jump that's built properly. <laughs> That's a man box jump. <laughs> I'm just I'm talking crap about the skate park so bad. I don't mean it. I'm sorry. The fact that it exists is good. Um, I'm gonna actually show the people what what we're even talking about because it's on Instagram. And you guys should definitely be following this this kid because he's kind of oh it's not on Instagram. Did you delete it? Or did you only post it in a story? Well, sorry guys. It's not on Instagram anymore. But this <laughs> is. So we'll just show you this one. This is who we're talking about. He's kind of a nutcase. Yeah. Yep. We're just going to do a 10 foot high bar spin over a fence out of a skate park. And he rides a medieval. Represent. He does. <laughs> hey, your videos are pretty cool, but your GoPro footage sucks from yesterday's video. Don't do POVs. I know. My GoPro needed to be, it was like here. It needed to be here. <laughs> I didn't know. It's been a while. 
It's been quite a while. I'll do better. I promise. Are people asking about grips? I personally recommend the Odyssey Dugan grips because they feel like a thicker version of ODIs. And I really like those. That's my preference. <laughs> what? I'm biased. Obviously, where I work, I'm going to only say that. Hey, we got a new grip, the Itsy grip. It's 180 millimeters long with our new Creighton rubber. It's fucking, it's too soft. That's actually, it's so goddamn soft, it's like bubble gum. That and means they go sticky. bad faster, though. No, Oscar ran his for six months. Dude, That's I can't even run a pair of ODIs for six months. That's crazy. Well, ODIs has got that different pattern where the pattern, like the, uh, like the ribby, that uh -huh. one's made. The, uh, the way these new Itsy grips are made is they're cut into a V. So the, uh, the way it absorbs the sweat is easier. So it like maintains it, but it's like the old school ones where you kind of get that like rubbery ball from it. Once it starts to wear out instead uh -huh. of the, just tear through it. And it's super soft, so it's softer than the hoder grip. Interesting. Yeah. Geo, you're the man for even being here in the first place. Thank you. Did he say he's leaving? <laughs> uh, I, I think that's what it meant. So, um, <clears throat> what are these grips called? Are there pictures of them online yet? Yeah. They're the Itsy grip. Itsy, what does that mean? It's his dog that passed away. No, I'm saying, like, the spelling. Like, how do you... I don't know how to spell I, it. I-T-S-Y. I spelled it like that and nothing came up. Merit BMX. There it is. Ah, yeah, those are going to be too thin for me, but some people might like them. Yeah. Because you can tell that the, the pattern isn't super thick on them. Well, they're thicker than the Charlies, but softer than the Charlies. Billy Perry's are super long with removable flanges. And they're yeah. so soft. I don't know. Everybody wants soft. So we're doing absolutely soft. So everybody yeah. that has a soft one, we've out-softed theirs, which sounds retarded. Well, but that's like the new thing now. Just don't don't turn them into the cult Vans grips that literally just like fall apart and stick to your hands. No comment. <laughs> I'm just saying. <clears throat> no, we are... We, we have a rear hub guard that we've been working on for three years, and we're so anal that we still haven't wanted to do anything because we test some. We test our product for a long time, yeah, and try and try to break it and wear it out and go through everything that we can to make the best possible product at the best price. So, hey, that's I, that's the way know. to be, man. There's thirty whole people in here. Thank you, everyone. Thirty? Yeah. Holy sheep shit. <laughs> we haven't hit 30 in a while yeah um somebody somebody i think you might know him he wants to know when greg henry's signature grips coming out yeah tell uh kurt to kiss my ass <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't kurt it wasn't <laughs> i'm kidding it was kurt <laughs> uh i i would tell tell our well kurt the funny thing is is anytime that i talk to you or I'm on the phone with you. I purposely let I let Mike hear whenever you have something to suggest and say. If Greg Henry didn't live in Canada, things would be different for Greg Henry and for Chi. 
but yeah, Eli Taylor. So it's just that they're all Canadian, and it's 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 hard for a company to do anything with people that are overseas. They're not overseas, but you get what I'm saying. Overseas, <laughs> they're over. I mean, Lake Erie's basically the sea. Okay, they're they're <laughs> over they're over Niagara Falls, but you get what I'm saying. It, it, it's hard for a company to do anything like that. But if Greg Henry and Chi and Eli Taylor didn't live in Canada, their lives would be completely different. Yeah. They would um, be just like Charlie. Yeah. Chris Gold did another $2 super chat saying Brant Moore's signature Sunday frame. Well, it'd be nice. What's going on over there, Buzz? Have you done some talking? Have you made an edit? Have you sent in a sponsor me tape? Have you done anything? <sighs> Bro, I've done everything. So you sent the sponsor me tape? I sent the video part. And then you wrote him a letter explaining I wrote what them you could the letter. Do. Did you? Yeah, like a year ago. <laughs> uh, well, you need to redo it and do another one. You got to be persistent, Buzz. Yeah. And then who you got to do is you got to give it to me and I'll go to somebody that's a step up higher in the company. I'll cheat for you. Well, but we'll talk offline. Things, things have changed. Um, I don't well, know good. if See, I'm allowed to talk about it. Now we opening up. Good. I'm proud of you. Good job. No, I'm not talking about anything to do with me. Anyways. Oh, you're not talking about yourself? No. Uh, okay, I can't well, say. I probably I shouldn't. Take it back. I probably can't you say probably... anymore. <laughs> well, now you know how I feel, dickhead, when you're always asking me things. So, uh, uh, Ricky, are you coming out to raise? Do you know? Uh, do you have any progress on that yet? I will not be able to come to Ray's because I have yeah. to go and do shop stops in California and for some reason kink. So I'm going to go stay with kink and we're doing Cabda. Yeah. And then I'm going to do shop stops and yeah, they're doing Ray's. They're doing Ray's that weekend. So I would have to buy a plane ticket one way, then get the plane ticket from there, go to you to do the thing with kink and then come all the way back. And I asked Merritt, and it just makes it makes more sense since I'm going to see the shops and do that to do the California thing where I can be outside and take more advantage of it than right. I can if I just go to race. So I won't be able to make it again. That's fair. I you told me about that. I just wanted to check. Um, I forget who it was that asked about a frame. I'm always going to suggest Sunday Soundwave because it's got a <clears throat> lifetime warranty on it. Or the night shift because it's got a lifetime warranty on it, and there's not too many frames out there anymore that have lifetime warranties that will actually be honored. How? Uh, well, I don't even want to get into that whole one because it's 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 been crazy, especially American companies lately with what they've had going on lately, with the proof of purchase, with what you have to do, with the sending it in. It's the BMX market for frames is really crazy at the moment, like. If you get an American-made road bike, it's $5,000 for that frame. If you get an American-made BMX frame, it's four fifty, dollars and every kid's fucking bitching and complaining, and they don't realize how expensive metal is. The I don't metal think people is are, so expensive. I don't really think people are complaining as, that much. Um, oh, yeah? I mean, I don't see it. <laughs> are you buying American? No. Are you? I have an. Oh, I don't have. I had an. Did American you buy it? Now. Well, I 
haven't bought a frame in so long. I don't even know. <laughs> so then neither of us can speak on it. Well, the reason I can speak on it is obviously working with Medieval, and we went through three companies to get American frames made. And then I was working with Freed, and they were American frames. So each company I've been on, both were doing American. And also I work with talking to shops all day long, and we're talking about American-made stuff. Like so many people want to support American, but it's so expensive to support it. And it's, it seems like the metal's the most expensive part of it. Yeah. Well, what are you going to do? Well, you know what we're going to do? What shirt? What do we got on today, Buzz? What do we have? Ooh, ooh, it's green, so it's green screened and it's black. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> you can see the green, but they can't. Oh, that's awesome. I can see the green. Oh, look. <clears throat> Anyways, uh, so uh, this guy named Brody in Canada, he says, let's talk more about this hubguard. Also, have you tested rims with lower center to flange distance to protect spokes from grinding more? Asking me, obviously, right? Yes. Uh, we had a prototype 28-spoke 20, wheel because everyone's trying to go lighter, and since the battle rim is so so big and so strong we were thinking of going that way um so he's gonna want a lip that's taller that goes over the nipples i can suggest that i just don't know how it works and if it'll be strong enough to make something that'll last like that and then with the rear hub guard it's a drive side hub guard and we've had it in the works for three years and it's been just tested but we don't want to make something that um, has the potential of, of breaking or not working properly. Like, if you guys have seen us, you know, the tension hub guard, our front one, we took a grinder to it and showed everybody. We shot it with a gun. We ran it over with a car. And the damage from it was nothing. It was still usable. Yeah. We even did. We even used a 3D printed one, and I ran that for a year, and I never broke it. So we're trying to find the right, the right plastic that works for it. Obviously, it's plastic. You're going to have a problem, but we want it to last for a long time, as long as possible. Anyways, I think what he yeah. was actually asking about is the the center where the nipples go to the flange yeah. distance, like changing that to change the angle of the spoke to protect the the spokes because if you put like like on those fly hubs that where you like there were rims where they're majorly offset your your spoke is at more of an angle so it's less likely to actually hit what you're grinding on well here here's the hardest part when you get people that want things that are like that those are people that are willing to spend money yeah the the genuine the general census if that's the word consensus consensus i don't know the fucking word uh, it's it's young kids and young kids don't have the money to be able to to buy the product so we have to make things in a reasonable in a reasonable way we have to make things that are affordable one but at the same time that can last and are durable and the problem is when you make things that are that are good or overly done so then you don't have problems they are so expensive, it's hard for us to do it. Like, we we make the nonstop hub. If you buy our front hub, the record is six minutes and two seconds for spinning it without it stopping. 
the rear hub will do the same thing. And that's because it's got less friction. The loud, you know what I mean? When you get a loud hub, it means it's got a lot of friction. So the inertia or whatever slows it down because that's the noise. Mm -hmm. And um, we just try, we, we make, <laughs> we make super expensive parts and give the best price instead of trying to be like how Profile and a couple others do it. They don't make as expensive parts as us, but they make them more pricey. So yeah. if we try to do things like what people want, Number one, right now, a majority of people want things that are affordable. So I guess that's what separates us. We don't want to go that route, but we also want to make it affordable. So yeah. I can suggest it. Tell him to um, tell Brody to DM me uh, and then I can see what he says. And when we have a meeting on Monday, I can suggest it because I anybody that suggests something, you never know. Yeah, and it's, it's a concept that makes sense, but it's also something that's been done, so there is knowledge on it already as well. Um, right. Somebody was asking, and I really wanted to talk about it. They were asking about their wrists hurting from bunny hopping and if it meant their bars are too big or too small. What I would say that that's more of is that the angle of your bars, your back sweep, is too much or too little because your wrists aren't really in affected by the height of your bars as much as they are by the, the angle Ask of your bars. Two piece or four piece, four piece are harder. Well, depending on the four piece, the traditional four pieces are worse, but I, our four pieces change different, but I'm saying like, you know how a four piece feels like this? I swear. Is it like this or this? Well, it's, it's also dependent on the, the back sweep of it. Cause you can make any handlebars, the, the angle of them changing. Um, if you get what I mean. Well, you also don't want to have, you know, the bent wrist effect because you have some people that ride like this. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it's one of those things where it's probably not the height of your bars because your wrists aren't really affect, like changed, you know, they aren't affected as much. Could it be hand position? That's the way I feel too. Yeah, it could be. Or it could be how forward or backward they are because you're... Your back sweep changes depending on how forward or backward your bars are as well. So it could right. be a or, number of things. Or you need to you need to do some more. Uh, what what is that exercise to make your wrist stronger? <laughs> I have no idea. Isn't there a? Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> but he also said that it was a kink complete bike, so most likely it doesn't have the best geometry from the start because it's it was one of the lower ones so a curb yeah and not a curb but yeah anyways i wanted to talk about that because it's definitely something that has got a lot of confusion behind it four degree up sweep are for me my bars are 10 and 2 I don't know what that means, but they're 10 and 2. <laughs> Old McNeil bars with 3-degree back sweep were my fave. Dude, my, I have a pair on my wall behind me of McNeil silencer bars that have 5 degrees back sweep. God, it's so weird. I don't even pay attention. I don't give a fuck. Give me whatever bars, I'll ride them. Give me whatever frame. Give me whatever fork. The only fork, that straight drive one from Odyssey, whatever, is the worst fork I've ever rode. <laughs> I, 
I can literally get on any bike and ride it, and it's just like my bike. So I, I, I always get weirded out when people are like, oh, this feels weird. You can get used to anything. If you rode a bike. You're maybe, right. Maybe that's why I like those fat rippers so much is because I know how much of a sh- like a sh- they're shit they're made shitty, but they're so hard to ride that it's fun to try to ride it. That's that's definitely a thing. Uh, like where it's like, you know, it's a challenge, and you know people don't do it, so you're like, oh, that makes you want to do it that much more. Brad Sims couldn't 180 it, so it just made me happy. I was like, all right, Brad's having a hard time 180ing this thing. That's funny. Make a peg with a built-on hub guard like the mutant bike swans. Well, uh, hub guards <laughs> usually last longer than pegs, don't they? Our, I'm I'm having shops complaining that our pegs are lasting too long. Hmm. I guess I'm. <laughs> I guess it's different for me because I'm doing double pegs on brick walls sideways, so my peg ends are important to me. So you like aluminum core? Like you like a thicker peg? No, like I just if it no, just if it like grinds <laughs> out too much, I can't get like that. Are you metal or into... plastic? I got metal pegs. Okay, you're a man. Good job. Well, you know. Uh, what do you think of disc brakes on BMX bikes? I wish that it would be more viable. Oh, that'd be amazing. You know what I want? And I don't. I forgot to call this person. I want a coaster brake, fucking bad. Yeah, that's that's a tough thing to get a hold of. It is, but I want a coaster brake so bad because I just want to do foofs and abubakas oh, and throw bars. Dude. I have so many tricks in my head right now. With yeah, uh, Hollywood <clears throat> has one. No, he doesn't. Does he? Yeah, like and a Nokia or a Nokia, I don't know uh, like what it Nokia. is, but he won't. I he only let me ride it for like a second because he's scared that you're gonna break it. If you break it, you're screwed because you have to weld. Like you yeah. have to literally, you have to break it and then put it back together. Right. It's a and uh, flat when I made a video for him in 2012, he uh, he wouldn't just, let you show the wheel, right? No, he was, no, I didn't know this was coming. I was just, he sent me DVDs with full of footage along with what I filmed and I'm going through it. And all of a sudden there's an Abubica triple suicide bar spin. And I'd never seen anything like that before. So in my mind, literally, like, how is this even, like, I didn't know. 1992, Rick Molinterno, Baco 2. Rick did one, and everybody's my. He had a full blown mullet with the shortest little shorts on, and no <laughs> shirt on, and did a a Bubica triple bar, and that's the trick I've always wanted to do. Dude, it's crazy looking. <clears throat> um, these guys keep talking. Uh, the disc brake thing was something that they keep talking about. Um, the Mad Dog frame from S and M does not have a disc brake on it. It come like you can get a specific mount for it. Because when I was talking about it in the news video, I was going to talk about how it had a disc brake mount until he actually mentioned that it was this plate that you put on that then the disc stuff attaches to. Didn't didn't George or whatever not from over in the UK, George, uh, uh, the guy that did G-Sport is the guy. George French. George French has one. I don't know. There's a lot of people that have them. Uh, The dude... uh, Phil that works at Full Factory in Texas, he had pedal-driven cycles weld on a disc brake thing to a frame. Yeah, 
so I mean, Jeff, am I right in saying that that it wasn't like it was some sort of plate adapter? It wasn't actually the frame itself. Is that mead? Yeah. Is that Jeff Mead? Hell yeah. You know what? You know what makes me laugh, and I'm probably gonna get shit for this. Do you remember when Auburn had um, Auburn made shocks? for racing frames do you remember that 20 inch shocks no like they were crazy like bombshells or something they were called maybe there's some people in the in the chat i heard that word but uh i'm curious what that would do and if that would change anything like what it could actually potentially do if you had shocks i think it would probably mess with people more than it would help them honestly i wonder if you can get a better spring out of it like a better bounce like i wonder if the longevity like lasting longer so you don't get hurt i wonder if it's good for the shoulders or the elbows it's like a dj it's probably part of what makes people drawn to riding dirt jumpers um (laughs) kevin jackson i just want to read exactly what he said because there's typos in there and it makes it funny let's hear it pro file makes a hud for dicks breaks <laughs> <laughs> that's funny uh buzz just look somebody's got one there's a few people that have disc brakes on bmx frames in bmx and profile has a mountain bike like they make mountain bike hubs too so they make hubs with disc brake mounts on them Disc break, dick breaks sound painful. You got that right. Ricky's gone. Everybody say really nice things about him and then be mean when he comes back. More. <laughs> oh, you guys are awesome. There's 34 people in here right now, and it saw I saw it say 36 for a minute. Thank you all. That's sick. When is Ricky putting his front brakes back on, dude? I don't know. I really don't know. Like, he he takes them off and puts them on, takes them off and puts them on. And right now, I don't know what he's doing. But I do appreciate everyone hanging out today. I just got confirmed word that, uh, oops, bring that back. I don't know how to bring it back, but hey, uh, I gotta go and warm my car up real quick, and then I'm gonna do the car thing. What's that, Nick, Nick Bruce? Nick Bruce saying he'd be down for another podcast, so that's gonna come sometime. Oh, that's sweet. Hold on, let me see who I can text real quick and try to throw a name out there real quick. Hold on. Uh, you can't see in the group chat, but this guy's name's Bubba Sparks. You guys remember him from 2002? He was a rapper. He says he wants to do a podcast. We're going to get that going, Brad Moore. All right, I'll be right back. Hold on one second. Let me start my car. Yeah, you're good. All right. Kurt, I have an entire bike for front brakes. It's just uh, we got to build it up because it doesn't have a back wheel on it currently. Put a Fox 32 on a BMX. What does that mean? I'm not sure. I'm just getting back into BMX, so just wondering what Rick's business is. He has a lot of good ideas. It's 
Uh, he works for Merit. He's a sales rep for Merit. Um, yes, Kurt, I will do that. As soon as... I'm just literally... Victoria's... We're going to build the bike up with a, a bright blue frame as Victoria's bike. Um... Matt Hoffman and Dustin Reese for the live stream. That would be sick. Thank you, Chris, for the super chat. What happened with me in Nowhere is that I demoted myself to a friend level. Instead of being on the team, I'm just friends now. And it literally didn't change anything other than the fact that it's not in my bio on Instagram or in my posts on Instagram. Carl and I are still friends, still call them and talk to them, still support everything they're doing. I'm just not officially on the Nowhere BMX team. Which, that's the first time I've said this on YouTube, so that's interesting. Also, since there's 36 people in here, if you guys haven't seen my community grip, my community post about a Q&A video, go over there and check that out. And 36? Leave. What are yeah. you doing? What's going on? Hey, you know, is the, the people, channel growing? It's it might be. I don't know. I like that, man. That's cool, Buzz Buzz. All right, we're we're going on the. Uh, somebody might have to super chat here soon because we're gonna have really bad internet, but we're gonna be driving. So <laughs> here we go. Um, straight douchebags. You voted, but you didn't leave a thoughtful question. I need some more questions so I can film it. Brent, you should do a dual rear brake bike, three taps at full speed. Bruh, I got that good good from Chi and Charlie that makes me be able to use my brakes at full speed like that. Hey, don't be giving away those secrets. What do you mean? I didn't say what it was. Yeah, but that's the greatest secret to brake. When they put that on my front wheel, I was doing the best nose picks of my life. Yeah, because it's the best thing ever. And then you wonder why Charlie and Chi can do the most dopest brake tricks. Those cheaters. Hey, I use it too. <laughs> it works so good, it's retarded. It's amazing. And if you guys want to know what we're talking about, it's on BMX Foo's website. You just have to buy it. It's the best stuff in the world. I I'm serious. If you put it on your tires, you'll never slide out. <laughs> <laughs> Need that for Chenga. Uh, Tyler, yes, I do still ride the free night coaster, and quite honestly, as long as that coaster exists, I will never, ever ride a different hub, because I love it. Ricky's frozen. Oh, there he is. He's talking. We're frozen. Nope. We're frozen. Just got a text. My Sunday glow in the dark just shipped. Ooh. Heck yeah. Hey, Ricky. Mason no. has been going crazy asking us to give our opinion on Mike Hoder. On Mike Hoder? Yeah. I wish, you know what would be even greater? Is uh, is Kurt still in chat? Yeah. Everybody in the world should thank Kurt Rowell because Kurt Rowell was the team manager for Vandal Bikes. And Kurt Rowell got Hoder basically his start. But I bet you Hoder wouldn't even thank him. And Hoder used to stay at his house. And when they would go to work, Hoder would rent porn. And they'd have like $600 in porn charges. Because Hoder's the dopest dude in the world. 
So if anybody needed to know about Hoder, I think Kurt Rowell would be the best person about it. But well, to go. me, to me, Fat Mike was the shit. My opinion on Hoder is that he's one of the craziest people ever on Bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> that video that got posted the other day by Real BMX or Mid School BMX or whichever one of those pages that posted all of his bangers, uh, that was crazy. It was like Mike Hoder has a banger and then bangers after his banger <laughs> or something like that. And it was just like six of the most insane tricks ever. You should see his throwaways when he ran pegs. His peg tricks were absolutely retarded because all he did was second stage gap to handrails when he put pegs on. That's Dude. all he would do. Sounds like Justin Simpson. It's just absolute, except for he's not wearing leather and super tight pants. Bro, Simpson <laughs> didn't wear leather. Yeah, huh? Didn't you watch Road Fools 18? No. When Levi's gave him a leather jacket? Oh, well, there there you go. Simpson? Hey, Kurt. Kurt's like, Justin Simpson. Uh, I ran into Simpson at the casino in Cleveland the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm in line to cash out, and I look up, and the dude standing in front of me, no one will know who he is probably, but he's his, uh, Chowski. No one probably knows. That dude is one of the most talented BMX riders ever. Uh, he was standing in front of me. He's like, oh, Simpson's over there. So I went over and uh, talked to Simpson. And dude, that dude, he's so rad. You should have just whipped your phone out and did a five-minute interview real quick. Just a quick one. <laughs> you got to take advantage of that shit, dude. I you only think get about it. Lifetime chances, dude. You know what? The next time something like that happens, text me. I got you. Bro, Simpson, <laughs> literally, fun fact about Justin Simpson. He was in Mine and Sponge's Odd Couple video. Yeah? He was the teacher in our skit. <laughs> you just gotta watch it at the beginning. It's him talking about... Uh, he's It's BMX school. I don't know if he rides any, at all, but he looked good. He didn't look like he was getting fat or old or anything. He looked the same as ever. Simpsons, Isn't that like so a, funny? Like, the way you think about BMXers when they actually quit BMX or what they're doing. You know, like, we always think the worst. Like, oh, that fucking dude's an alcoholic or a druggie. Yeah. You know? Well, that's you, that's kind of the norm. <laughs> Is he still on the Mutiny team? Is Mutiny still a company? Yes. Mutiny hasn't been the same since Simpson stopped being there ender for every single video that they put out uh i would say i liked mutiny when mutiny had danny hickerson on it his video part was so good in their first video i don't know if you remember that it was after danny hickerson had his props bio and then he got on mutiny oh my god he was doing 360 whips to uh, what 360 whip over a spine the manual 180 that's Where are you tied. at, Brent? That's tied. No, there's a guy from uh, 20 minutes away from me that does 360 to manual over spines. That's so. Do you have those yet? Have you tried them? I can't manual. <laughs> uh, the other day in a six foot quarter, I was trying. Well, five foot quarter, I was trying uh, 270 drop into manual. Yeah. You know how hard that is. Yeah. 
That's if why I had brakes, it would be easy. I think because I could just hear it real quick. But yeah. When you're brakeless, you always go. Oh right, you have to be in the perfect <clears throat> spot. <laughs> yeah. Danny Every Trickerson. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a PlayStation remote because you have no clue if he's regular or Oppo. His Oppo is his regular. Yeah, you're right. <clears throat> you're definitely right. The best of Mutiny was when they just kept putting out all those amazing web videos trip videos well they had the greatest filmer with the most expensive camera in the oh, world crap. without a doubt joe simon man that guy's sick he's a wedding he videographer now and he's not buying stock footage like some of these filmers are doing lately oh who's doing that rich thorn really yeah, he's buying like horses running and stuff and keeps putting them in edits. And that's all stock footage that's, that he buys off this website. I didn't know that. I mean, that's totally fair game, but it's still like, eh. It's well, not I'm, only cool. saying that, I'm only saying that because other filmers, I've seen it on a website. And it's fine to use it for things that ain't BMX, but it's like, come on. It's supposed to be an art thing. Like, it's your own. Like, you know? I, I get it because we literally just used stock footage for a video that came out on the YouTube channel that I help with at work because there was no possible way to get the clip of what it was. Right. So I get it, but it's not as, it's not as cool. The cool factor isn't as quite there. Is Stoney right. still in here? That is the real question. Guys. Yeah. Don't tell anyone that I can't manual. I was uh, I was gonna say I watched a Space Brothers uh, interview with the greatest Flatlander in the world, and I, and now I'm forgetting his name. In 1984, he did a quadruple decade. Why am Scott I forgetting Powell? his name? No, he's better than Scott Powell. <laughs> uh, Scott Powell's good. I'm not saying Scott Powell ain't good, uh, but I'm saying this guy's better than him. Uh, he was on Dorkin, Dorkin two, Dorkin three. Uh, you... He rides for Sunday in Odyssey, or not Sunday, but Chad Odyssey. Johnson. No, the oh. one before Chad Johnson. <laughs> Kurt uh, says Chad no Johnson's one is better on than SNM. Scott Powell. I, I hope there's somebody in there that knows who I'm talking about, and they're in the chat. Why can't I remember this dude? Oh my god, it's bugging me. But I was gonna ask Stoney if he watched the the podcast. Dude, have you watched those podcasts? I listened to them all. I listened to most of them. I listen, not watch. Sorry. I think they're good. I love I love Kip's voice, man. He's got a really good, clear voice, and it it doesn't make me feel insignificant like when I watch uh, Mike Hickens. (laughs) Like I don't I don't know math when I watch Mike's. Like, his is too educated for me. He's... I'm going to get him on here. <laughs> That's awesome. <clears throat> yeah. Um, Adam, I'm definitely going to be there at, in January, but Ricky is not going to be there in January. Where are you guys going? Oh. Um, Ray's. Adam Ray? from uh, downtown BMX. Oh, Adam's on there? Yeah. Hell yeah, boys. Hi, Go to Adam. Carolina, buy you some bike parts. I find it weird, though. Hoder has kind of disappeared. Um, 
So the thing about that is that people get older and it's hard to maintain the same level of being a pro and in the spotlight for a long, long time. Uh, Chase well, Gwynn. Thank you. Jesus. <laughs> How do I not remember that? That's funny. 1984, quadruple decade. Jeff, where the hell are you at? I've only seen you do single decade. <laughs> um, somebody said I should do a Space Brothers podcast when I'm in Florida for Swamp Fest. Tell those guys that. I can't make that happen. If everyone tells them that they should get me on there, maybe they will. Um, Mark Eaton. You ever thinking about coming to South Carolina? I saw your video on Port Royal Skate Park a while ago. I might come back, but I typically... I, I mean, I would love to go back because Hilton Head was sweet. It's just I try to go new places. Ricky, you know how that is. Yeah, definitely. Hold on a second. Yeah, you're right. Um, somebody said, Yo, Montana Ricky, I love your YouTube videos. Keep them coming. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Ask Ricky if I can come to New Jersey. From Kurt Rowell. <laughs> hey, Kurt, you can stay with me. And I'll give you all kinds of bike parts. And I'll take you everywhere. And then I want to shoot a YouTube video with you. And I want to talk about how many people's BMX careers you've actually started. Because <laughs> I'm going to be very honest with you guys. Kurt is one of the motivators to get me where I am in BMX. And it's only because Kurt would drive me to ride harder than I've ever ridden before. Because he used to have this guy named Joey. And Joey was one of the best bike riders in Spokane. And I wanted to be better than Joey, so I would ride harder just be because that guy was so good. Because Kurt would always say he's so good. So, Kurt, I love you. You know I do. I talk to you every damn day. So, you're just like Brent. Me, you, and Brent talk a lot. We should be three-way. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. And like I always preach before, never forget where you came from and the people that helped you get there. And that's that. the reason that I continuously do that. That's I why I'm so forget. excited. And, Ricky. Yeah. We haven't done one of these since uh, the guy who got me into BMX started riding again. No, wait. Are you going to interview him or do a video? Yeah, he's been in videos a few times riding at Ray's. But uh, we're going to do something like podcast type thing. Because, like, I don't have a ton of crazy stories, you know, like. Because all I do is ride my bike, and I don't get yeah. into the party side of riding bikes. So, like, and there's not very many people who, like, know the actual history, like, who were there when I first started riding. Because we just right. ride in drive, my driveway. So, like, it's going to be cool to get him and just, like, talk about when we first started riding. That's awesome, man. That's good, dude. <laughs> Kurt said that guy needs off the MTB and on a BMX. You're not kidding about that. He really does. He, what? he he got a dirt jumper because he's uh, he rides he races like pit bikes a lot. Oh. Um. So he got a dirt jumper and he's like excited about riding trails. But uh, Kurt just said he looks uncomfortable. He definitely does look uncomfortable on the dirt jumper. You're not wrong at all. I noticed it too, and I told him that. 
So yo, isn't it awesome that Kurt just knows it all? That's what I love about Kurt. Kurt don't miss shit, dude. That's that's the BMX library book right there, baby. If I have right. a question, I call Kurt. You're right. Uh, Dan said Brant doesn't ride street, so he doesn't have any crazy cop stories. No, I do ride street, but I'm so paranoid that I would never have a crazy cop story. I I rode street with you, and I've also I've also uh, seen clips of you riding street for your new video part. So I can. I can vouch that you do ride street. Yep, I do. I watch Brant ride street with Stephen Hamilton. That's pretty crazy. That used to happen every other day. And silence. Hollywood, he rides street. Hollywood does ride street. He's fucking fucked. Oh, wait, they're talking about me. Because <laughs> I rode oh. street on Hollywood Boulevard. So, uh, uh, did you see Colorado Springs? Do you know who that is? Duncan yes, Moore? he's posted that suicide. Did, uh, did you see him post uh, 22 years ago when he was doing handrails in the snow? Like 17 stair handrails? Uh, on a 50 pound Schwinn? No, but I'm glad that he posted that because they were everybody was just going crazy over Jake Seeley doing that rail in the snow, which is cool. It's totally cool. It's just awesome to see that it's not new. Like people have been doing that for a long time and it's badass when anyone does it. He uh uh he did it in nineteen ninety eight and he I, like you know, Kurt will know the story and a few others might, but he does a handrail every year for his birthday. And he's 50 years old right now. Yeah, him and Jake Seeley should just meet up and both grind the same 17 stair rail in the snow behind each other because they'll do it. Oh, yeah. I told Jake, I was like, uh, I was like, damn you, there isn't enough snow here. I have an idea. <laughs> so when it snows again, I got a really good idea. Send it. I still have to land the real ice pick at a snow covered skate park. Oh, man. Um, yeah, there's 32 people in here still. That's awesome. That's awesome. Those people kick ass. They all do. Every single one of them. Snow rail ABD. <laughs> Is that what he said? Somebody said that, yeah. Yeah, I think pretty much every BMX tricks ABD, except for that new little, well, not new, but... Some of those McTwist tricks that I'm seeing, I'm just like, holy crap. Nope. You know that kid that had that BMX video come out? I the didn't one that watch did it yet. Double backflip and all. Okay, yeah. So he rides for a bike shop, and the bike shop was like, yeah, what do you think of this kid? And I watched his edit, and I was like, uh, all the tricks he did, like normal BMXers can't relate to doing a 720 flare or yeah. a 540 flare. Like, uh -huh. nobody's doing double backflips. Like, kids can't relate to that. I was like, I was like, you know, Merit isn't going to, you know, Merit isn't going to help out somebody that does double backflips. It makes no sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? That guy's like a profile rider or a, a total hyper, BMX rider. Hyper total. Um, I You said all BMX tricks have been done. Um, I've got one that I want someone to see or do. I want to see someone do. Okay, so you know how when you do a turn down and you overclick yeah. it to 270? Yeah. 
you've basically already done a full bar spin. You just need to let go of your outside hand and bust it the rest of the way around. I'm. I know that I've seen. I've said this before, but I've seen uh, no-handed turndowns. So and, if someone uh, could do a no-handed turndown, they should be able to finish the bar spin of a two seventy turndown. But it, it was on a vert ramp. I'll have to find the clip, and then I have I have a photo of someone doing a three sixty. 360 uh 360 turn down top tube grab it's by the goop so it's definitely possible i just I, i'm spreading the word so that someone does it i guarantee you jay miron or somebody's fucking done it 100 maybe it's gonna be a vert rider too that's the craziest part it's gonna be on vert because those guys are gods well Yes, they are. <laughs> the only people who have ever, who have done very like the Drano. The the only people who have really done that did it on vert. Uh, I have a I have a trick that I'm still waiting for someone to do, and it's a kick bar spin. I've said it before. Is when you jump air. in the air and you kick the handlebar, and it does a bar spin. What about what about uh, Behringer's can can spin the bars, but in the air? Yeah, but that's. That's on the ground. That's doable too. Yes, but it I is. think the kick one will be good. Yep. And then uh the other one that I want to see is a uh half bar. Catch it, X up. So your bars are forward again because you half barred first. Then just let go and grab them normal again. Uh Behringer, I saw Behringer do half bar spin to full bar spin back to half or I saw him do a quadruple bar spin but he did like half bar spin double bar spin half bar spin back at, in when he was on red line so like uh you have to watch dirt jumping tricks from uh Behringer he's all got that, so many bar spin variations it's all it's all in the wrist it's all in the wrist yeah well <laughs> oh that's funny can Ricky bring back the Ratter spotlight, but do a where are they now with the people he had on the show? Like, where is Antoine de Black? <laughs> is that Kurt? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Antoine's just doing fly-out flips and 540s and hanging out at Vans and uh, Martin Luther King Boulevard skate park. Uh, Mark Hoffman has a broken foot. Oscar Ruaz and... Uh, his little brother ride every single day. Freaking killing it. Um, I don't remember that kid from New York's name. Uh, Trev Meggs. What's his name? Right now, Trev Meggs. He works at Colt and rides for Colt and Animal Bikes. And Brooklyn. Uh, Brooklyn, uh, what's that clothing company called? Base Brooklyn. Base Brooklyn. Um, I'm trying to think of other people that we did it on. Oh, uh, that Russian kid. I think he got hooked up Pasha. by someone. Rocket Manual kid. Um, who else did we do it on? Uh, what's her name? Ended up winning a contest for X Games, or didn't not X Games, but she won a Vans contest. She got third. Yeah. Um, let me think. And one best trick, I think. How close am I doing for guessing all the people that we did? Holy shit. You're doing good, France kid. Pretty sure that's Pasha. 
No, no, that's the other kid, that Evo kid. Oh, Evo. Enzo. Enzo's riding for like fit in a few different companies now. And then he's on BMX Kings, which is out of New York, a clothing company. So, you know, um, I think a majority of the kids, I think there's like three kids that, oh, uh, the first dude that we did, Dave, he built a backyard ramp with just old wood. That guy's Remember rad. Remember the first guy? Yeah, that guy's rad. He's awesome, man. All right. Well, anyway, I'm at my woman's. She made me cookies, and I'm about to eat some tacos. Ooh. Not that taco. Sounds but good. But I'm going to eat some tacos. I love all you guys. I don't know who's all on here. All 33 Grant. people who are still in here all the way to the end. All right. Well, these 33 people, I'm going to do a shameless shout-out for myself. On my YouTube page, send me two clips so you guys can be in this video I'm making. I probably have like 40 to 50 clips already. All you have to do is DM them to me on my Instagram, and you can be in my video. Sunday's the deadline. I don't give a shit if you can't even bunny hop. I want you, if it's snowing where you are, go in your bedroom right now and do a fakie wall ride in your living room. Fuck your walls up. Send me some clips. I love all you guys. Grant, keep it nice. Kurt Rowell, you're the best in the world. Uh, Stoney, whatever, yada, yada, yada. I'm out. Shout out to Marijuana. See ya. Well... There it is. Ricky has a taco sponsorship. Thank you, everyone, for hanging out this long. 32 people made it an hour into this thing. Thank you to Chris Gold, Kevin Jackson, and Tyler Richardson for all of the Super Chats tonight. You guys put food in my mouth, help pay my student loans so that I can get an RV and then go to Australia one day. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thank you all for hanging out. I'll be back with another live stream soon because, yeah, this is fun. <laughs> Already, what are you talking about, Tyler? Uh, I don't know what that means, but if you're talking about another super chat, you don't have to do that. Thank you, though. Everyone have a good night. Sean, Jason, Small Axe, Kiss BMX. Adam French, I would love to come to California. That sounds like fun. Go eat a steak, Ricky. <clears throat> Everybody, I, it's so hard to leave. There's so many people in here. All right. We're going to bounce. Thank you, guys. See you tomorrow for the news video. Good night. Thank you, everyone, for the super chats, support, and just being here because you're awesome.